Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about their purpose of gift. If you have a gift, leave with your gifts and don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My next guest is Jay Alphonse Nicholson. He's one of the stars of P-Valley, one of the most acclaimed series on the Stars Network. Let me give you a little background on P-Valley. tells a universal story of hustlers, dreamers, survivors, and strivers. The show confronts and illustrates realities of domestic violence, trauma, and police brutality with death and nuance. It is one of the most highly rated shows on Rotten Tomatoes. In fact, it's rated 100%. That's uh, the ultimate A-plus compliment. It remains one of the most acclaimed shows on TV. It just broke out of nowhere. It was on TV season one. We're talking about season two. P-Valley has gone to numerous accolades, uh, awards, including the NAACP Image Award, as well as nominations from the Television Critics Association, GLAAD, Media Awards, Independent Spirit Awards, Gotham Independence Film Awards, and many, many more. But he's here on my show right now. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, a.k.a. Lil Murder, J. Alphonse Nicholson. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I'm going to go back a little bit to the first season, man. This is when I became a fan, man. When you and uh, Keyshawn came out there in that finale, man, and I was, I was trying to find the CD. I was trying to, Jay, I was trying to find the CD, man. I, I really was trying to find the CD. I told Nico, who I interviewed already, I said, man, you are, you, let's, let's, let's go back about you, man, because you seem so natural. It's an urban flick, you, 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 you know, and, and it's all about feeling that moment and being in that moment. Talk about that episode that I'm talking about, and when did you feel that you really had a grip on the character Lil Murder in the P-Valley series? 
appreciate the kind words. Um, you know, we've been working on this since 2018. We, we did that first pilot um, episode that got it picked up in 2018. So I knew then that we had a hit on our hands. I knew that, uh, you know, it was going to be a complex relationship with the audience, but they were going to receive it. And so uh, by the time we got into season one, I would say halfway through the season, I was very comfortable with uh, the character that I was creating alongside Katori Hall and the rest of my cast mates, the story that we were telling. And then, yeah, by the time we got to that episode with Keyshawn and I, man, Murder Night, you know, it, it was one of those things where the world had already been so enthralled by our, our our show that, you know, it almost felt like it was happening in real time. Not only was Lil Murder and Keyshawn so extremely popular on the show, right. but then we were like popular in real life too. And all of our fame was kind of growing at the same time. So uh, I would say midway through the season is when I really locked in and felt like okay, I have complete control over this character. I know exactly what I'm doing with them. And then um, even the parts that made me a little apprehensive and, and scared and nervous to to portray or, yes, um, you know, the emotions that I knew had to be portrayed. I, I knew that as long as I, was, I stayed true and as long as I was honest with my actions, that the world will receive it and eventually be kind to this character that we're not so used to seeing. Well, definitely. You know, I think that, uh, you know, we see uh, we see life is uh, it's like it's like everybody has a month now, you know, but that month has to be received with information. It has to be promoted. And uh, and then because of the fact that at this point in life, it's really being promoted and this show is being promoted because of the approach it takes about the community it's representing. When you say you was a little nervous, I just want to go back on what your comments were just to get just to just to grow out of that thought process so my audience can understand everything's challenging. It can be on a piece of paper, but you still have to honestly deliver the role. Talk about that. Yeah, man, I think every role comes with uh, an extreme uh, amount of challenges, you know, especially roles that you, um, you know, as a person are not as familiar with. You know, I knew who Little Murdo is because of the the every man that he is in our society, you know, uh, but as, as a heterosexual man, it was, um, you know, I knew that I was portraying someone who I wasn't. And so just nervous about how the audience was going to receive that. And then, you know, wanting my my brothers and sisters who are who are a part of that community, the LGBTQ community, to feel respected and feel like that their story was being told in an honest way. And uh, so I think that's where the nerves came from. Um, and But now a lot of those nerves have subsided, subsided just because, you know, the, the reaction of the show and how people accept the characters. There's always going to be love, always going to be hate, but I always choose to accept more of the love. Well, I will tell you, uh, no hate here from Rashawn McDonald. No hate here from Money Making uh, Conferences Masterclass. No hate here from my social media. No hate from my newsletter. Okay, my radio yeah. show. Because uh, the yes, television, you can only grow, especially as a community. Let's let's go to black people, because black people are the last to admit anything. And sometimes when you start going to the gay community, that, that's perceived as a flaw. And and mm-hmm. we as a, a as a community, until we start accepting this is not a flaw, this is part of life, then we can move forward as a community. And so right. so when the show came out, you know, I would tell you, uh, you know, it was talking about the strip club and I wasn't even feeling that, I was, uh, you know. And I would tell you I had that same attitude when uh, Power came out, when it was talking about 50 Cent and a drug dealer mm-hmm. and club. I went, mm-hmm. ah, I'm not getting that, fell in love with that. And so I always tell people, right. don't reject, participate. And then allow the story to grow on you. And this story has grown on me. Now, as it has grown on this country, how have you reacted to that, Jay? 
uh, man, just trying to stay relaxed. And then for me, you know, my wife and I, we're always on the same page about, you know, staying away from certain comments on social media or, right. you know, not getting too caught up in the whole fanfare of it all. Because people will love you one day, they'll hate you next, right. you know? So, but I, I appreciate all, all of the just amazing, you know, comments and, and just generous uh, attention that has been spent on P Valley, man. We've built a, an incredible fan base. And so to be a part of, the, of that is unlike any other show I've been on before and probably, you know, unlike any experience I'll have going forward, P Valley is just such a, a conglomerate, man. It's huge. So I'm just glad to be a part of it. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Well, you know, the interesting thing about it, Jay, I'm interviewing Jay Alphonse uh, Nicholson. He's the, one of the stars of P-Valley. He plays the character Lil Murder, one of the more popular characters on the series. They got about like four storylines running simultaneously, you know. So the reason I say that's a good thing because what happens is you want to get back to Lil Murder, find out what's going on. You know, you're nervous about right. Keyshawn because her husband's kind of crazy. He at the crib taking care of kids. <laughs> you don't know if he's going to show up, you know. I remember right. when you and Keyshawn was in the same room. I was worried he's going to bust in the door. Think y'all having a relationship? <laughs> You know, it, it very talk about that writing, man. Because, like I said, y'all got my head spinning, and I'm gonna tell you something a little background on me. I'm a sitcom writer back in the day, Sister Sister, okay. Jamie Foxx show, uh, the Parkers, oh, nice. uh, the, the, the Parenthood. So, I know about quality writing, and so, I, so yeah. I also know about when I'm seeing it being played out by outstanding acting, but the, mm. but the script, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, I couldn't be in that writer's room. Y'all came out. Y'all coming out with languages and, and and statements. I can't even deal with man. Talk about that script there, Jay. Y'all be talking, man. And I and, and a lot of time I put the show on closed caption so I can see the the script language and it's off the chain, man. Talk about that, man, because mm-hmm. that's what makes it authentic. You know, you know if yeah. you, know, you guys have went beyond the word ain't. You know, y'all got a whole language that's happening All down right. there in Mississippi. You know, talk to us about that, man. Shout out to Katori Hall, man. She is just, you know, an incredible writer, Pulitzer Prize winning writer at this point. And so she honors and pays uh, homage to what she hears. And so that's one thing I'm grateful to be, uh, excuse me, to be part of a show that allows us to sit in, in our most familiar vernacular, you know? Right. And so for me, coming up through theater and, and you know, working my way up to Broadway, there's this uh, thing where you have to speak very proper and have this standard American yes. English to be able to, to do the Shakespeare and all these things. And when you can come on back home and sit in that Ebonics, which is one of the most beautiful, you know, languages I feel, you know, in our culture, we created that. And so Katori, she explores all levels of that. Even when, you know, like you said, black people hate admitting that we sound a certain way sometimes, but it's true, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, when you get into certain parts of the South, there's a very specific sound. And obviously there's a diverse culture in the South as well. Everyone doesn't sound the same. Um, and I think we show that very well on P Valley. And then, you know, like I said, Katori, she's going to use every inch uh, of her Katori dictionary and Webster <laughs> to, to pull all her words and she'll make up some. And then there'll be a lot in there that 
you know, you heard your mom and your aunties and your cousins say several times. So mm-hmm. it, it's nice to be a part of it, man. Yeah. I, I, before we get into season two, uh, I want to go back to that that that, that, that the season finale, you know, when mm-hmm. you came out and performed. and Because I got to go. I'm going to tell you something. That was a star-making turn for me, for you. Yeah, and oh, also wow. Keyshawn. Thank- you know, because yeah. I was like, I was like at the house going, wow. You know, I stopped my wife. I, you know, because she'd be in there. She, she, I'd be watching all kind of got my big screen. I what you watching? Next thing, she sit next to me. I said that. I said that boy right there, a star. And I'm gonna tell you oh, something. Okay. I'm not gonna ever well. ask you to do what she doing because it's impossible. I don't know how she doing it. She feel like you know, right. like a gymnast. But y'all had uh-huh. a star turning performance there. When that when yeah, when something yeah. happens like that, where are you at mm-hmm. emotionally? And you do you do you, do people tell you, "Wow, man, that was special." How did that moment happen? Because it it propelled you into season two. It did. Um, you know, I always just put my best foot forward, no matter who my audience is, no matter who's watching. And I think that's something that Peter has taught me. Um, you know, eight shows a week, you you got to bring it every time, and so your audience is either going to lean into that or sit back. And P-Valley's audience, they just leaned into it. And so that let me feel confident about the performance, even though, you know, I feel confident about it before we give it out to the audience. But once they receive it and everyone is going crazy and also just kind of being moved by the character that they're seeing, also just entranced by the cinematography and storytelling, it means a lot because it's a lot of hard work. So as an artist, you know, I, I try to correlate it to uh, pottery. You know, you you make this beautiful pot, takes you time. Mm-hmm. You, you have to paint it and sculpt it. And then once you put it in stores or, or you give it as a gift and that person is overwhelmed by what you created, it means right. the world. And so uh, as a craftsman, for someone to accept your craft and, and really appreciate it, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you can't, you really can't deny the feeling that it gives you, which is just love and ultimately, you know, being seen for the artist that you are. So it's it's a beautiful thing and I love it. And sometimes, you know, can't quite explain what that energy is. You can't explain what it's like having 4.5 million viewers watch you every week or right. sometimes up to 9 million viewers. You can't really explain <laughs> what that energy is like. So it's just like you got to go through it, you know? Well, I, I, the reason I'm just bringing these things up and just want to slow it down to my listeners and viewers about P-Valley is that it's a substantive show and it deserves all the awards that is being put in front of it. The reason I like it because white society have created shows like this in the past and have received these same type of rewards, but we've never been able to cross over. You know, we've never been able to create a culture. You know, like They do Godfather movies all the time, left and right. But when we would do uh-huh. stories about our culture, they would never received like this is being received or like power power really didn't right. get his credit but this episode this series is getting his credit to get a 100 percent mm-hmm. on rotten tomatoes that's a big wow factor jay yeah that's a huge wow factor it doesn't happen too often you know for some of the larger shows to come out you know white black latino whatever the the uh you know the the audiences or whatever the, the show that just doesn't happen so for it to happen for us for it to be a, you know, obviously majority black show, black brand, show ran, you know, majority black writers room. Right. Uh, it's a huge accomplishment, man. And, and, you know, obviously it's one of those things where that's what it is. It's a milestone and you you place that brick where it needs to go. I don't let it weigh too heavily right. on me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those 
uh, you know, critics and things like that, but it means a lot. And I appreciate the people who take time to, to write these reviews on my show. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. I'm going to just tell you, uh, popularity breeds both sides of the, of the conversation, okay? Mm. Ride with the positive, mm-hmm. brother. Ride that you live in your heart. Uh, the, the, but I got to give some love to the actress who plays the character, Keyshawn. I got yeah. I, I, I want to get in your head now, okay? Mm-hmm. Seeing the athleticism. That's, that's what we're talking about, athleticism. On these yeah. poles, what? What? Yeah. Is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like at a oh my god, I'm in a disbelief. <laughs> yeah, what? What? What are you seeing, Jay? And when you see this, as a guy going physically, this is this is incredible what they're doing. 
Man, Pete Valley changed my whole perspective on pole dancers and, you know, obviously sex workers and strippers, whatever name you, you want to um, call it. I, I prefer to call them um, athletes and pole dancers. But, right, you're right. You know, they they have, so shout out to Keyshawn, like you said, uh, Shannon Thornton, who plays Keyshawn. She's uh, put in an incredible amount of work. And then stars also, uh, Pete Valley also, we have these stunt doubles who right. come in and do the high-flying, you know, poles dropping almost to the ground, stunts. Right. And you realize, man, it, you know, I could do a thousand push-ups and I still wouldn't be able to uh, <laughs> climb up and, and have the strength that these women have. And what makes it even more incredible is that black women doing it. Yes. And so you see them, they're almost like these goddesses and sitting up there on that pole and, and turning and flexing every muscle in their body right. to, you know, do these incredible stunts. And it's beautiful, man. It's mind-blowing, especially when you can see it in person and up close. And it's even more mind-blowing when you know they have to do it 15 times, 10 times. You know, how many ever takes we have to do it? These women, these incredible athletes are getting up here and making it done. And so our actors, um, they do a lot of their own stunts as well. But then it's one of those things where they, once they get tired, they kind of, you know, right. tap in, tag in, and right. have these people come in. And, and do the work. I wish I knew the stunt double's names, but shout out to um, Shannon Thor and Brandy Edmonds, you know, Ellarita Johnson, all of our ladies, L. Bean, our new <laughs> actors, you know, who <laughs> had to come in and do this incredible work. Hey, hey Jay, 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 be messing up my head. Be messing up my head. Hey, be going like, oh, dog, really? They, really? Leave, they ah. leave bruised up. And I look at them, I say, well, if they're not tired, I know I can be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, let's go into the second season. You know, uh, we've got some new characters coming into play. Uh, Big T uh -huh. is coming in, got a oh, yeah. parole out of jail. So I'm going to just tell you, this second season has been a nervous season for me. The tone was yeah. kind of set when you came out on the porch and you and the, the car slowed down and you reached in uh -huh. your back. That set the tone that you live in a violent world. You have a world that has uh -huh. the ability to create violence and this episode yeah. here the season has been as, as you on the road you're out there with Keyshawn's character uh out there you y'all doing a, 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 a the, the dirty dozen tour and so teak is let out of jail explain to his him his role but not too much detail because i want people to watch the show yes sir um yeah man he was he is one of the characters that we love over at P Valley, one of the new characters. Um, shout out to Victoria Hall for finding John Stewart. You know, John Stewart was on um, NBC's uh, Zoe's Playlist. Also, uh, Luke Cage. Also, a lot of theater in New York. So I was already uh, fond of him and his work. So when I found out I had to work opposite of him, I said, man, this is going to be powerful. And uh, he's another character, man, that is very much a real person. Um you know, in our society, people who have been in prison and come out traumatized um, for one, because of their sexual orientation and then for two, um, because of just not being able to be acclimated to the real world circumstances. And in his set case, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we see this character, we know this character in real life, but we're now getting an opportunity to see the story played out on, on screen. And it's very... Um, just all levels, man. Without, like I said, without giving too much away, I don't want to tell too much of his storyline, but you see him go through every level of who this man is and, and struggling with his sexual identity, as well as, like I said, just struggling to be a black man in society. So it's beautiful. And by the time we get to the end of the season, 
uh, it, it's a roller coaster ride, man. It really does take you on these very highs, and then you have some very lows with the big character as well as the murder's character. So I'm excited to share that screen with them. Well, one thing we can talk about is that in going on the road, you're leaving a a, a love relationship that you're maintaining right. uh, as you travel and trying to reconnect because you've done some things and kind of damaged right. that particular relationship. So talk right. about that whole journey that you're putting together there and how that's going to come across. But well, I can't give away too much. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not yeah, talking but, about going too far yeah. beyond episodes I've seen. I'm talking about emotionally. Yeah. You know, you made a mistake. This is a love relationship, and at the time, yeah. you could have stood up for him, and that's what he's. Mm-hmm. That's what he's feeling right now. Right. He's. Um. You know, it's complex, man. It's one of those things where Little Murder. I think it was ready at one point in season one. I don't know if you remember, but when Little Murder came into the office and was telling Clifford, you know, I, I want to take her on a date. I want to get us, us to be out. And then Clifford, she gave Lil Murder this really, really kind of scary monologue about right. what could possibly happen to them. Right. And so then that kind of deflated, that kind of deflated his confidence around, you know, being who he is and, and maybe wanting to be as open as possible. And so I don't think he intended to hurt Clifford's feelings and, right. and murder in episode eight. But it happened, but I think he knew immediately that he had to redeem himself. So I'm interviewing J. Alphonse Nicholson. He's one of the stars of P-Valley. He plays the character Lil Murder. If you don't know about P-Valley, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The show confronts and illustrates the realities of domestic violence. It really is dead on. Suicide. Uh, I can't forget... uh, 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 the church is involved here. The COVID is involved right. here. Uh, the black uh, the right. politics is involved here. Uh, racial division right. is involved here. Um, uh, humor is involved here. Uh, they, <laughs> all, all levels, man. All levels. Katori, she, she says that pretty often, that P-Valley is dark, is deep, um, is spiritual, you know, and it, it just, it, it works on all levels, man. It's one of those things where, um, You know, the storytelling, it it kind of penetrates through every culture, I think. Um, It crosses cultural boundaries in all types of ways. And like you said, yeah, you're going to have some dark moments and you're going to have some really funny moments. Shout out to Loretta Devine. She's one of my favorite characters. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) You know, and and all of her comic relief, man, she's just, she's great. She really is one of the best characters. And obviously, Uncle Clifford and and what Nico, what he brings to, to that character, what he brings to her. So... And then I think Lil Murder's funny too, man. Lil Murder got a lot of funny moments, but also a lot of dark and, and, and heavy moments. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something, Lil Murder. I'm going to just call you Lil Murder. Lil Murder. Let me tell you yeah. something, man. I'll be scared for you, man. You know, you be out there in the streets, brother. You can, I can't lose yeah, you now, Lil Murder. I can't lose you. Yeah. Like I said, when, when that car pulled up, I thought they were going to take you out. You was ready. But, uh, uh hey, they, they, that, you know, and it's funny that guy who plays that character who pulled up in the car, one of the characters, he's from Queen and Slim. A lot of people recognize him, they knew right. what he did in that movie. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was, it's just good storytelling by Katori, man. But, you know, I promise you, Lil Murder ain't going nowhere. And, uh, you know, you'll be able to see him end out this journey in season two for sure. Um, so without spoiling too much, but thank you for having me, man. I'm sorry that. I had to be on oh, the movie. No, no, Jay. Look here, brother. Don't, don't, don't apologize. You're a star. Stars don't apologize. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a blessed that I'm able to have a, a real good conversation. Also, let you know that I, I, you know, I'm not just giving you generic questions and allowing you yeah. to 
communicate the sincerity of your career, what y'all doing on the show. But if you have not watched, audience, listen to me, y'all. If you have not watched P-Valley, Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Standard Time, set your, set, set your time. Don't even record it because you want to watch it and then talk about it. I See, I, see mm-hmm. I'm waiting on them to do a post show. See, the post show. Because that's what's coming that up one. next. The post show. Yeah. Because uh, social yeah. media is demanding it. You hear that, Brittany? Y'all need a post I show. Hear it. A post <laughs> show. I definitely see, hear it loud and clear. <laughs> season, season three, man. Let's Come on now. Come down, on. They did it with power. The they did it with power. Let's go do it with P-Valley, okay? But brother, you right. be safe, man. I love you, brother. And stay strong. And man, tell Nico hi. My boy, John Stewart, he's out of Atlanta. He was not playing Big Tico on the show. Tell him hi, because I interviewed him when he was on Zoe's. So I got a little family over there working out there, man. I'm going to get all y'all on my show, man. And I support y'all 100%, okay? And keep winning, okay, brother? Yes, sir. I will. Likewise, brother. Much love to you. Thank you. Cool. If you want to see or interview any or see or hear any of my interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. My name is Rashawn McDonald. I'm the host of Money Making Conversation Masterclass. 